Greetings. This is Justin Allen with the Elite Nurse Practitioner. Welcome to the Elite Nurse Practitioner Show, a podcast dedicated to nurse practitioner entrepreneurism and achieving financial freedom, where I talk directly with nurse practitioners who need help. Listen up. Our market is saturated. Jobs can be scarce. We are underpaid. We are undervalued. We are taken advantage of by the sharks within the healthcare system. And frankly, screw that. Sick of it. And it's time for a change. And listen, I'm here to help make that happen. We are powerful. We can forge a path where we are in control of our career and ultimately our financial and personal well-being. You do not need to submit to healthcare administrators and your doctor overlords. You do not have to take the measly salary. You do not have to work 50 to 60 hours a week. There is a different way, and I'm here to show you that path. This podcast is raw and unfiltered. I have not talked to nurse practitioners in this podcast prior to the call outside of an email exchange to schedule the episode. What you're about to listen to is a consultation session between a nurse practitioner and myself. It is real, it is unscripted, it is unplanned, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Anything and everything can happen during our conversation. The nurse practitioners in these episodes are struggling with an issue in their professional or financial life, and they have reached out to me for help. My goal is to help a nurse practitioner with actionable advice that will enhance and improve their professional, business, and financial life. My other goal is to hopefully help my nurse practitioner sisters and brothers build a more productive, powerful, and free life. So I hope the content and information within these podcast episodes does just that. All right, on to the episode. Hello, everyone. Today, we'll be talking to Sean, who is a family nurse practitioner. Currently, she works PRN in the emergency room, but predominantly operates her own concierge practice. She focuses on basic primary care, sick visits, physicals, basic occupational medicine, and weight loss, which she is finding to be more profitable, and it is taking off compared to the other services. She's needing assistance finding her niche as she is providing a plethora of different services. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thanks for hopping on here. So uh, yeah, it sounds like you're doing quite a few things here. So bring us up to speed with how you got started and you know how your business is doing. Um, so basically, long story short, my original career is a respiratory therapist. Um, I graduated from high school thinking I wanted to be a doctor. It didn't happen. Ended up accidentally being a respiratory therapist. Started at a level one trauma center here in Birmingham, Alabama. I've been there 15 years. As I was in my early, I think I was 21 when I graduated a respiratory therapist. I decided that this is just not enough. Went back to nursing school, got an associate's, and then a bachelor's, and then a master's, and now I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm a family nurse practitioner, but I've only worked emergency medicine. I've never done primary care. I've only worked in the ER. So my practice was one to kind of make my life a little more family friendly sure. with my husband and my child. Two. Sure. I was getting tired. Like I've been there for 15 years. I, it was wearing me out. So you've been in the ER for 15 years. Correct. In the ER okay. for 15 years as a respiratory therapist and now as a nurse practitioner. Okay. So how long have you been a nurse practitioner for? So I've been a nurse practitioner for six years, six, seven years. Six, seven, six, seven years. years. Okay. And you pretty much only worked ER. Pretty much. Yeah. Now yeah. I did do critical care transport where I would, we have UAB. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's University of Alabama and Birmingham here in the South. And it's one of the, the largest hospitals um, here in the South. And so I did do what's called critical care transport as a respiratory therapist where we would fly 
throughout the country or internationally and bring patients back to UAB. I did that as an, an RT for a while as well. Other than that, that's pretty much it. That's my career. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds pretty interesting. It sounds like you're very experienced. I mean, you know, I get questions a lot from, uh, you know, new grad nurse practitioners or someone who's getting ready to graduate. And they, you know, they ask me, you know, where should I work? Where's a good place to get a lot of experience and, you know, gain my confidence and that sort of thing. And I always say ER. Like it is one of the best places to get in and really get your feet wet as a nurse practitioner. I mean, would you yeah. agree? Yeah, a little bit because you get a little bit of everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, so you started this practice how long ago? 2020, in the middle of the pandemic. Right. It was April. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, listen, a lot of us started businesses right in the middle of the pandemic. I mean, yeah. you know, the Elite MP basically, you know, our first course launched right at the beginning of the of the pandemic. So like, you know, a lot of us did. Okay, so how's uh, how's business? Business has recently picked up, and I think that it's only because I started semaglutide, the weight okay. loss section. I have struggled to get business in, which definitely is a weakness in my marketing side of things. So I'm finally, um, with the weight loss, breaking even, yeah. So the business has not been very successful then over the last couple of years? It's not nearly, no. No. Okay. So I guess tell us how it's kind of set up. Is it like one day a week? I mean, kind of just give us a little bit of a breakdown. Of so um, I will say that um, about a year and a half ago, I left the ER full-time and went PRN with the intent to indulge into this full-time and give it everything that I have, give it attention so I could make it grow. But then I ended up pregnant, unfortunately. <laughs> and so things kind of took a turn with that. And so things slowed down to where I wasn't really doing as much as I needed to do with the practice. But since I've been back, I've been back at it since about September, October this year. I've been back at it in full force. And I'm definitely seeing a difference with things. I will see patients five days a week. So I try to do telemedicines on Mondays and Fridays because I work from home for that. And then Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I'll go into the office and do the inpatient visits or house calls or IV hydration. So I've got a lot of things that you can see that I <laughs> under, yeah. under my services. Too many things, I think. I, too many things. I am trying to figure it out, man. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out and get a long-term plan and hopefully get this thing going so I can hire and I can work when I choose to work. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're suffering from something that a lot of people suffer from. I mean, that, and not just nurse practitioners and starting a practice. I mean, a lot of business owners and you know, a variety of different fields, they do the same thing. They don't focus. They start offering a bunch of things. I mean, have you ever walked into a store before and you're just like, what the hell does this place actually sell? Like, right. There's like everything. There's a vacuum cleaner, a shotgun, you know, like you're just like, well, okay. Yeah. I think you just need to focus in on it. So well, I guess, can you give us some basic numbers? I mean, you've been open for a couple of years now. So like you're barely breaking even. Has that been the case the past couple of years or are you just bleeding money here? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically I've been bleeding money up until past, I guess, six months. Yeah. So <laughs> I basically sold my, my house. With the intent for this, I sold my house. I took that money and put it into savings so that I can make this thing work. And I basically had been living off my savings to keep this thing alive. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. To keep it alive. Okay. I, just, yeah. I mean, I knew that it could be successful. It's just getting there. Right. How old are you? I am 38. 38. Yeah, exact, exact same age as me, 1984. All right. You have a husband who's making some money, I'm assuming. So, where, I mean, where are you at financially in this picture? Are you... Are you guys like living paycheck to paycheck? Do you have? Oh, no, 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 no. My husband's a realtor. He's very successful. Um, Doing <laughs> so, good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's been, yeah. Like, if it was a strain on the household, I would be somewhere full time. I got you. Know, you. Exactly. 
oh yeah, definitely would not be doing this and living check check. Definitely allowed me to do this. Okay, gotcha. So you're in a pretty good situation then here. Yeah, we flip houses on the side. I mean, there. Oh. We, we do a little stock market. I mean, I do. <laughs> we do a little bit of everything. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you guys sound like me. Perfect. People listening to this, I mean, this is a prime example of what you should do. You should have multiple income streams coming in. You should yeah. never, right? You should never rely on one income stream. It's asinine. It's so stupid. You know. Well done. I applaud you guys. So okay. So yeah, but I'm mean, sure you want to get this thing profitable, though. I'm sure you're kind of sick of wasting your money here. Yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, no, I get that. Okay, so then uh, the semaglutide. So you've been offering this and um, it's kind of taken off. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, patients are looking for, you know, these new weight loss medications. And they just are, you know. Are you getting these patients by through marketing or are they just kind of finding you? Both. So some of it is word of mouth. A lot of it recently has been Google Google searches. They're searching for um, semaglutide or Zipic or we yep. go near me and I'm popping up. And yep. so that's what majority of it actually last couple of weeks has been Google. Yep. I started a Facebook ad maybe New Year's Day. And so I'm getting a lot of clicks, but no one has actually booked an appointment from it. But Right. Well, okay. So you got to remember one thing about you know Facebook is it's more of a cold call versus putting an ad in front of a, you know, a warm lead. I mean, you know, you're sending out a signal on Facebook, hoping to catch someone who's, who's looking for this. I mean, a lot of people are clicking that and have no idea what the hell it is. So they're not, you know I mean? It's kind of a cold lead, you know, it's really hard to convert those people over. Yeah. yeah, Unless you really, really narrow in a super defined target market and that kind of a thing. But uh, you know, I say, focus on your strength here, focus on what's working. This is another valuable lesson here. I mean, people are looking for this stuff. So make it as easy as possible for people to find you. So I'm assuming you probably just put like a little page on your website about semaglutide and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Weight loss is listed as one of the services and in the description under it talks about, I made sure I put the words Ozempic and Wegovin and semaglutide in the wording. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of what, I mean, I guess that I'm, I'm assuming that single paragraph is how it's popping up on, you know, on yeah. Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's SEO for you. you yeah. know, search engine optimization. You Somehow you've, uh, you've worded something specific enough for Google to really, you know, start popping it up on the searches or there's not a whole lot of competition in your area. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of competition. Okay. Well then yeah. perfect. I know that you mentioned um, you wanted to, you know, focus in on something here. So I think, you know, the, the universe is saying, you know, this is probably what you need to focus on. Right. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. You know, semaglutide's hot. People are looking for it. Terzepatide, you know, Mujaro, people are looking for that too. Right. So you need to be, yeah. Yeah. It would be wise for you to also add another paragraph on that as well and start offering add another paragraph. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have our weight loss course? I, no, I haven't taken it. Okay, gotcha. All right, all right. We just recently updated and added the Moonjaro, the Terzepatide on it. So I was just I was curious if you had it or not. You know, I would offer that. If you're going to convert over to a more of a weight loss practice, you probably need to offer a few more things too, you know, do the standard stuff, Fentermine and things like that. I mean, so there's always going to be people who want that. So yeah, you know, focusing in on your niche here. Yeah. I guess a weight loss practice is a hell of a lot easier than probably what you're doing. Yeah, I just never saw myself. I just never saw that for myself, a weight loss practice, primarily a weight loss practice. Um, It is definitely what is working at the moment. You know, I'm in Alabama, so I have a collaborating position, so we're not independent. So anything that I offer, I have to um, run by my collaborator just, you know, to make sure she's comfortable with it. I had to talk her into this one. And so I had to go, go to her with the studies and just show her, you know, the benefit of it. And she agreed to do this. I don't know. 
So everything else, I would probably have to, you know, have conversations with her about additional medications. Sure. To offer. Well, I suggest yeah. that you, you know, make a list of them and just present it to her at one time. Yeah. You know? If she's not really on board for it, you might want to maybe consider looking for someone else possibly. Right. You know, kind of maybe explore some other avenues. There's a lot of collaborating docs out there that are pretty liberal with things. Yeah. I've thought about that. Just finding a, a specific collaborator just for weight loss. Because mine, the collaborator I have now, I don't pay her. She's a friend. She's a- Oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the benefit with her was, you know, she did not want me to pay her until I was a profitable company. Well, tell her that if you start doing more weight loss stuff, you'll have a profitable company. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, anyways, though, yeah, I think that's probably what you need to focus on. Now, you did mention that you, you know, you do some IV infusion, do some other things like that. I think IV infusion complements weight loss very well. So- um, I wouldn't scrap that. Now, the rest of the stuff that you're doing, though, you know, these sick visits and medication refills and this basic occupational medicine stuff. I mean, I think that you realize that this really isn't very profitable, right? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely recently has real. I've realized recently that it is not profitable. It's the part that I love, though. So that's the that's the hard part. It's the part I love sick visits. I love making people feel better, and so that's where my heart is. But that's not where my pocket is. Right. Well, why don't you pick up a shift once a week at the ER and get that out of you? <laughs> Justin. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, that way you get that little, you know, that fulfillment and whatnot. I mean. <laughs> I get what you say. I totally get it. I, I get it. I get it. I do. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't operate a business here if you're not making money. You're just dumping money into it. I mean, it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't at all. You know, well, I mean, I mean, have you thought about, I mean, if that's your passion, you thought about like an urgent care or something? I mean, have you thought about maybe going down that route? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do advertise urgent care services. I I advertise some of my sick visits as like urgent care services, same day sick appointments, things like that. But you're doing this more telemed, right? No, I have an office space. So I can do oh. telemed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a single, I'm in a co-working space as of right now. So I have a single, an office space that people come into. I'm in the midst of looking for my own building to lease. And I have about four nurse practitioners who are willing to rent spaces from me. So my husband is looking for me a building and we're going to kind of make like a wellness center. They're psych, a couple of them are psych and a couple of them are FMP. One is the Meta Spa. And so we're hoping to put all of us in under one building and kind of build like a wellness resort. It's kind of what I've been looking into recently. That doesn't fulfill your need for sick business and stuff though. No, it isn't. No, 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 no. It's not. Yeah. So then I'm just wondering, like, why don't you actually open up an actual real urgent care, like a building, six exam rooms, x-ray, I mean, the whole shebang. Yeah, that's a lot of capital there. Uh, that's expensive as hell. Though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're looking at half a million dollars, no question about it. I mean, urgent cares are expensive. So you don't want to go down that route. No, I don't want to go down that route. Like, oh. financially, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, so then focus on the wellness practice. Go pick up a shift in the ER every once, every once in a while. Then. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I like that idea. I think a big wellness practice, that sounds, uh, you know, that sounds pretty good. I guess my question for you, though, is, is why split this all up amongst a bunch of other people starting a business when you can just have it all under one one roof entity and you just pay them $10.99 so that way, you know, you're the ultimate owner of it all? Because each of those individual ladies, they all already have their own practices. Okay. Well, so these are friends of mine who are already in practice, already have patients, and we're just looking to get under the same roof together. As long as no one's offering the same services, I mean, I you know, I can see that working. Yeah, and we're not. No, no, no. No one has the same. We're all different. I also have a massage therapist who's looking for a space to rent. I have a counselor. I have a psych MP. I have a meta spa MP. There's one more girl, an esthetician. 
Okay. So then you would offer weight loss is kind of what you would do? Yeah. Kind of do weight loss and kind of an IV hydration was kind of the two, the two bigger things I was Perfect. thinking would bring in the, the better profit. I got you. Now, if you have a big wellness practice like this, people are going to want hormone replacement therapy too. Yeah. I've got to learn it, Justin. I don't know shit about oh, it. Oh, hell. It's not that hard. <laughs> okay, listen, seriously, listen, hormone replacement therapy. I find managing diabetes and, and, and blood pressure and hypertension more difficult than Are doing you I'm, I'm serious. I'm 100% serious on that. It's not that difficult of a thing to learn. There's a learning curve to it. It does take a little bit of time to learn it, but once you learn it, it's a piece of cake. Okay. It really is. Managing diabetes is more difficult, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Hell no. I don't either. Right. So. You know, we have courses on it. It walks you through it. It's not that difficult of a thing to do. Don't listen to anyone that says it is. It's really not. It does take some time. There is an art to it. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, as long as you understand the foundations and you know how to do it safely, the art of it comes. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm at the point now where I can, I can just look at a guy and know exactly what dose I'm going to give him and probably what his level will be in three months after rechecking it. But I've been doing it for years. You know what I mean? Did you just teach yourself that or did, were you in a practice that did hormone replacement first and then branched out? Well, I pretty much just taught myself. Okay. Okay. I mean, if all these doctors can do it, why can't I? You're right. You're absolutely right. You're right. right. All these ER doctors and family doctors and stuff that have hormone replacement therapy clinics and weight loss clinics and stuff, they didn't go do some special fellowship program. You're right. You're they can absolutely- do it. I can do it. Yeah. You've seen docs in the ER before, watch a video on YouTube and then go do the procedure. Have you not? <laughs> Yes, we pull up YouTube videos and then go in the room. Yes, sir. (laughs) Right. If the ER docs can do that, I can do that. You're right. It's just confidence. You're right. I think with me, it's just a confidence thing. And it's a thing of, I don't feel comfortable when I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that because I don't have experience in that. Let me stick to what I know. I I think whether, you know, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. No, no, no. Um, It totally makes sense. Yeah. It does. Every single entrepreneur in history, okay? Every single medical provider out there in history has had to do something for the first time. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of the growing process of being a human. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be a first time for everything when it comes to this stuff. And so if you do it on more of a part-time basis and you don't overwhelm yourself, it's really not that difficult of a thing. So what I typically recommend people to do is, if, you know, if they're going to integrate a new service in their practice, hypothetically, let's say you want to do testosterone replacement therapy in men, for example, I would probably not go full, you know, just all out advertising on billboards and having Google ads and all this kind of stuff. Okay. I would start off very, very slow, couple patients, gradually build it up. And then when you're ready to, you know, open the floodgates, that's when you start advertising. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. And those are very profitable. As I, you know, I research and look up things and just trying to figure out where I'm headed with this thing. That definitely was, you know, one of the more profitable things. Weight (laughs) loss, men's health, women's HRT, in my opinion, are the top three, probably one of the top three most profitable niche services a nurse practitioner can implement in their practice. Aesthetics is profitable. But it has very, very thin margins. Like the expenses are very, very high. The stuff's expensive. All right. I hope everyone's enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank everyone listening and also give a big thank you to all of my social media followers and email subscribers. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to our email list at www.elitenp.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Email subscribers will receive updates on new weekly podcast episodes, multiple weekly articles we publish, new courses, and everything else related to helping you succeed. 
Remember, all Elite Nurse Practitioner courses are designed to help you build a niche practice, increase your financial strength, and to break free from the rat race. If I can break free and the other countless nurse practitioners can break free, then so can you. Additionally, please share this podcast with your other nurse practitioners, sisters, and brothers out there. The more NPs that venture out on their own, the stronger our profession will become. Now, let's get back to the episode. funny that you say that that was one of the things i've been researching lately is aesthetics and the freaking cost of the equipment it's expensive yeah very very expensive yes like i mean i've talked to a lot of aesthetic nps before and you know we talked about the numbers of their practice and whatnot and i'm making more money at my men's health clinic than they are with doing a hell of a lot less work and a lot less time correct I guess just the cost of the, the equipment and the products is like, where's the, the cost? Is that where the cost is? The equipment and the products? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's products. You know what I mean? It's the actual, you know, the Botox, the meds and stuff. Like the margins are slim. So let's say if you do testosterone replacement therapy and you order a bottle of testosterone, all right, that bottle of testosterone is going to cost you 30, 40 bucks, right. you know, for like three months worth. And you're charging the patient three or $400 for that. I mean, you do the math. I mean, which is the same as with the IV hydration, some of the things that I order, the, you know, some of the vitamins that I order, you know, in the markup on that, it's a good profit in that as well. So, I, yeah, I understand that. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like, you really have to be thinking about the margins when you're doing this stuff. Like, you really, really do. And the margins are very, very slim with aesthetics. And there's some other things that they're, you know, that the margins are slim. And you also have to factor in the time investment as well. And I think that's one thing I don't do. I don't factor in my time. And I think a lot with my heart instead of what money sense is is how I'm, I think a lot emotionally how I'm feeling rather than make it make money sense. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything's not about money, you know? I mean, you still have to be fulfilled. You still have to help people and things like that as well, you know? From a business standpoint, it's about the money. From your personal standpoint, though, is, you know, what's bringing you fulfillment? How are you helping people? And that sort of a thing. You know, I mean, as a nurse practitioner, it's a fine line. You got to walk and you got to find a balance. I just didn't want to just be, I don't know. I don't want to, for lack of better words, just didn't want to be this quack nurse practitioner out here just doing whatever it takes to make money. So I just really wanted to make sure that I'm doing something that's going to benefit people. Well, difference. <laughs> sure. Listen, if hormone replacement therapy and these things didn't benefit people, none of us would be in business. You're right. Okay. I mean, I have patients who've been with me the whole three or four years I've been open. They wouldn't keep paying me if they didn't feel anything from it. They didn't feel better, you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, we got a little sidetracked there, but um, I mean, I like this grand plan is having this wellness practice and doing all this kind of stuff. I mean, it sounds great. Yeah. So I guess, what is it that you want to do ultimately? Ultimately, what I think this looks like is hiring other nurse practitioners and me just running their business from afar and only picking up patients or seeing patients when I choose to. Gotcha. So you want a pretty powerful passive income stream, basically. Right. If I can get it there. (laughs) If that's your ultimate goal and you own this building and whatnot, and you have all these NPs in there subleasing space from you and they have their own business, it's going to be difficult to do that because you're going to have all these chiefs in one place. You think so? Yeah, I know so. I guarantee it. Okay. Why would you have these other businesses inside your business if your ultimate goal is to have I think that what I'm thinking with doing that was that we all would benefit from each other, that we all could help each other, that oh, it would be kind of a, a camaraderie yep. with that. 
when I thought about doing this, I wasn't thinking from a make money aspect, making money from them. It was just more of the camaraderie of being together and opening this wellness center with all of the things in one. I didn't think about how this is going to make me money. I'm just going to be honest. I did. <laughs> okay. But if your ultimate goal is to have a strong passive income stream, you need to be thinking about that. Right. You're right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need to really, really, you really need to think about this. Cause I'm telling you in a couple years, you know, these people are paying you a thousand bucks a month or whatever, you know, whatever they're paying you. And you realize how much money they're making in your practice, you know, you're feeding mm-hmm. them patients and whatnot. Right. Resentment might start and you might just realize, man, I mean, I, I can hire another nurse practitioner to come in and do this, pay him a hundred bucks an hour or pay him, you know, 40, 50%. And then, you yeah. know, I make, right. So I don't know, just really, really think about that. You know, I understand the whole friendship thing and having people in there and kind of working together. That sounds great. I have no problem with that at all. Um, but, uh, maybe they need to pay you a small percentage of profit or something for being in there. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about that with my husband and he's, yeah, we've talked about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. He's very business oriented. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, if he gives you some solid advice, you know, listen to it. But yeah, well, I guess focusing on what Sean wants to do here though, is that I think that, uh, you know, I think the weight loss is probably a good starting point. Same with the ID infusion. The other stuff that you're doing, the world's telling you it's not really what they want. So I say scrap it. Right. Yeah. Don't waste your time anymore on it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you need to do a rebranding. And I've actually thought about that too. That that's been crossing my mind lately. Rebranding, it actually has. Yeah, I think you're probably gonna need to. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to redo your website. You got a little bit of work in front of you. Okay. You know, with that said, what are your thoughts on you know where you're gonna start first? I'm probably gonna take some of your courses, which I've had some of those on my list for a while now that I haven't actually done it. But I think I'm gonna start with taking some of the hormone replacement courses and see what that feels like. Okay. I think that's a good starting point. And then hopefully that would help me figure out when I'm ready to rebrand, you know, define what all I'm gonna offer. So my advice for you, since you already have a patient base for the semaglutide and you know that there is a market for it and a demand in your area. I would focus on that first. Okay. I would take the weight loss course, take the hormone replacement therapy courses later. I would take the weight loss course first, rebrand yourself as more of a weight loss wellness practice. Okay. Don't narrow yourself into just weight loss. You know, if you want to do other things as well in the future. So call it more of like a, you know, more of a wellness health practice kind of a thing. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. say weight loss clinic quite yet. That way, if you want to insert hormone replacement therapy into it later, you certainly can. I would start with the weight loss clinic course first. And then kind of build out the weight loss portion of it and then the IV infusion with it as well since you're already doing it. Start there and then take the hormone replacement therapy courses, understand that. And then as kind of those patients present themselves, when you're doing the initial blood work on people, you should also be checking their hormones because if they have an underlying hormone imbalance, mm-hmm. why treat them with fentramine or semaglutide when you could fix their hormone imbalance first, right? So mm-hmm. you can slowly kind of work your way into that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. You got a guy who comes in who's, you know, 80 pounds overweight and his testosterone level is 150 or 200. I guarantee you, if he picks his testosterone first and he can start exercising and that kind of a thing, he'll start losing weight. Wow. Okay. Right. Fix the underlying problem. That makes so, perfect sense. Yeah. And thyroid too. I mean, if they're, yeah. if they're hypothyroid, you fix that, the weight's going to start coming off. I always think about thyroid. I never think about hormone related weight. A lot of people don't, you know? I mean, most people don't. So now I'm calling Quest to add hormone testosterone to this guy I just saw today. <laughs> so when yeah. we get off 
Oh, I'm going to be calling Quince and say, hey, can you add testosterone to his laps? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, I mean, everyone you should be checking estrogen, testosterone, thyroid. I mean, you should be checking all that stuff on weight loss patients. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I say start there. I mean, it sounds like you have plenty of free time. So you should be able to implement all this and rebrand fairly quickly, I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, I start with your website and then just start with, with your services create some membership programs for it, fine tune your pricing and whatnot, and go from there. Start with the practice that you already have, the office that you already have now, and then this new wellness practice for the next six to 12 months, whenever it uh, comes to fruition, hopefully you'll be an expert at weight loss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any other questions in terms of any of that goes? No, I don't. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, not that I can think of. I think you made it make sense. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, congratulations on your success just in general. I mean, it's not that you got your fingers in a lot of things. So that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Right, well, I like to end each episode with you asking me a question. Do you have any questions for me? Um, if you could give me a solid piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, a solid piece of advice? <laughs> You've given me a lot, but what would be your what would be your top piece of advice? A top piece of advice, I think that a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, I think one big thing that people put to the wayside that they don't really need focus on and they should is honestly their health during this whole process. It's really easy to stop exercising, to stop working out, to eat fast food, to not eat right, you know, not take vitamins, really focus on your own health. So, I mean, anyone out there who's going through an entrepreneurial journey, I feel like that you should prioritize your own health first. I don't see how you can teach people how to be healthy and be well and optimal if you're not yourself. Does that make sense? Yep. I think you're spot on with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe you work out six times a week and you're just like, thanks for that piece of shit advice. <laughs> don't work out six times a week and you're spot on with not taking care of yourself. I think a lot of times nurses are the worst patients. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of people listening probably will agree to that. So yeah, yeah cool. Well, listen, if you want to do a follow-up, uh, you know, you got my email address, let me know. And um, I think if you start there, I think that, I mean, I think you'll be successful. I don't see how you couldn't. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you so much, Justin. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Right, bye. All right. I hope everyone enjoyed the episode with Sean. Sean is in an interesting place. I mean, she has multiple income streams, you know, outside of medicine, which is a fantastic thing to have. I think anyone listening to this, you know, should really focus on not having just one income stream out of your practice. You know, have an income stream from a PRN position, have an income stream from some rental property, putting some money in dividend stocks and those sorts of things. So, you know, try to be as financially redundant as possible. But I think the big thing here is don't be afraid to rebrand yourself if you need to. Okay. Lots of nurse practitioners, lots of business owners in general, they get to a point where maybe their business is stagnant, maybe it's not doing very well, and they find themselves having you know one or two services that are doing really, really well, you know, one or two products that are selling really, really well. There's no harm in rebranding yourself, okay? Focus on what is working. I've said this before, and it's really, really important. Focus on what works. Don't reinvent the wheel here. If what's working is working, focus on that and maximize it, all right? I think that if Sean rebrands her practice, I think she gets rid of some of those other things, the sick business, all that kind of stuff that's not really working out too well. I think her business will become a lot more profitable and she'll become a lot more efficient with her time. All right. Hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Quick legal disclaimer, the content of this podcast is meant for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be used as legal, financial, medical, regulatory, or practice-specific advice. For information pertaining to your specific legal, financial, medical, or practice-specific needs, please be sure to consult with your lawyer, CPA, medical director, and or your state's practice laws and the most up-to-date clinical guidelines. As always, do your due diligence when it comes to any information found online and in podcasts. The content of this podcast is copyrighted by Galaxy Medical Southwest 2023 and cannot be duplicated, rebroadcasted, or reproduced with out our written permission.